Okay, she's back. It has been a hot minute since I have recorded a podcast episode, and I'm going to share a little bit about that in a moment, but I want to let you know that this episode for our first one back for 2023 is going to be all about integrity. It's been a massive conversation in my private coaching spaces, in my public spaces online, in the workshops I've been running, the conversations I've been having. So I'm excited to dive in a little bit more to what that looks like dealing with anger and frustration about other people in your industry moving out of integrity, moving and behaving unethically. So that's the topic we're going to dive into today. But first, I want to take a second to say why I took a little bit of a break from podcasting, because this is my first, this has been my first unofficial break from the podcast in five years. So back when I started in 2018, I've been putting out fortnightly podcast episodes for five years. This is the first break that I've ever taken. And it really came because I had my hysterectomy. I had a hysterectomy, a um, partial hysterectomy um, back in May of this year, 2023. And what that did was basically forced me to rest for the first time in my entire career, in my entire business. I actually had this forced six weeks where I could literally not get out of bed. I couldn't do anything. I wasn't allowed to work in my office. Um, And it really just prompted this deep season of rest. So I took a break from the podcast and then I really came back to it. I came out of that six weeks of recovery and I just was not feeling directly called to record anything. And then random earlier this week, I kind of just had this nudge, this burst of like, we're going to start the podcast again and it's going to be amazing and you need a new whole energy for it. So I went and I sat down and created the sexiest podcast graphic, found the sexiest intro music and basically just read on the whole thing because I'm so over that long, dramatic, hi, my name's Shona and this is what I help women with intros. I'm so done with the promoting on the outros. I'm so done even thinking about the prospect of ads. I have people message me for paid um, advertisements on this podcast every fucking day and I'm just not feeling any of that anymore and so it's really been a complete rebirth of the public podcast there's over 200 episodes currently there and I'm so excited to now be moving forward and just completely this being my space I don't even see this as like a business growth marketing technique strategy whatever the fuck it is I don't even see it as that this is basically the space for um what I want to talk about is too big for Instagram captions it's not going to fit in 2000 captions it's it's bigger than a Twitter post and there's a deeper conversation to have here and more nuanced topics to dive into so that's what this podcast is really going to be this is for the bitches who want to go a little bit deeper than the Instagram post. And for me as well, sharing more of that multifaceted side, as we know, algorithms are so controlling of the kind of the content that we share. Unfortunately, I wish it wasn't that way, but we're kind of forced into almost niching on the forefront of our social media, just to be able to get the reach that we desire, just to be able to impact people and grow. So I want a space that's not determined by algorithms, not determined about what I can talk about. So here we're going to be talking about money mindset. We're going to be talking about sex. We're going to be talking about relationships. We're going to be talking about business, integrity, magnetic messaging, big vision thinking, creating impact and income, um, self-certainty, manifestation, all the things 
this is the place for it. This is the place for it. If you've been following me for a long time and you notice that I don't share my personal stuff as much on my business page, this is the place to come. If you're craving like 2018, 2019, 2020 Shona, when it was just like full unabashed, let's talk about anal sex and marketing on Instagram, which, you know, doesn't fly once you get a little bit of a bigger brand. So this is the place for all of that. And today, the first topic that we're going to kick off this brand new season of the podcast with is integrity and coming back to it. So essentially I ran a workshop recently. It was called integrate. If you go to my website, you can still find it and join up and be a part of it. It was a two hour workshop on creating impact and income from a place of integrity and how important that is. And just like a completely new perspective on people to be able to think of these concepts and how they merge together. And a big part of that, that I didn't get to share about in the workshop because like, hello, we're already at two hours and I was still had six pages of notes to go was this idea around how to deal with watching other people in your industry basically just do the fucking wrong thing. This is really, really frustrating. And I figured out now that the majority of my clients, I can't niche myself down into, I just work with hairdressers or I just work with business coaches or I just work with, you know, tradies. It's, it's not industry specific in terms of niching, but all the clients that I work with have a bone to pick with their industry as a whole, hold themselves to a different standard, are sick of seeing people do the wrong thing and, and just have a bigger vision for what's possible for their entire industry. So as a conversation I'm having a lot and the conversation now that I want to take very public is this, what do you do when you see people doing the wrong thing? And I come up against this, unfortunately, all the time. I think also because I've spoken about this quite publicly, that it now is the thing that people DM me about. It is the thing that my kids' therapists pull me over and be like, oh, you never guess what I saw this person doing. And not from like a gossiping sense, from a like, how do we get, like, pull this person up on this? This is not okay. This is fraud. How do we deal with this? And I'm going, okay, here are the things we need to do. So I'm glad this conversation is getting out there, but there's so many complexities to it. And I think the first step is before understanding like the integral bias of industries as whole, before trying to deal with the systematic problem of why people are moving with it without integrity, I think it comes back to first acknowledging your own feelings about it and dealing with that from like a very singular personal point. And from that place, then you can move into the bigger conversations, um, activism, advocacy, all those type of things. So what I wanna speak with you guys about today, even though I wanna acknowledge it's a much bigger topic, is how to deal with the anger and frustration about others in your industry, or maybe not necessarily your industry, but ones that you are involved or see that are behaving unethically. Cause this can be really challenging Um, and it's really frustrating, can make you really mad and you can kind of hold this resentment in your body that obviously affects your stress levels and your cortisol levels and can spin you out and you can't stop thinking about it. And the other person who's doing the wrong thing is just getting on with their day. So we can internalize a lot of this frustration as well. So it's important to manage those emotions really constructively and acknowledge that there are steps that you can take. So here's kind of how I package it up. Um, when speaking about it to the women who did this workshop with me. So a couple of steps I'm going to take you through. Number one is to reflect on your reaction. And I always have been teaching this for a long time that whenever you get triggered, that is just an opportunity for you to dive deeper into what's going on. Yeah. So when you reflect on your reaction, that's what you need to do before you take any action before you like get super triggered and type that really mad Facebook post or leave a shitty Google review about them or message your friend. Like, I can't believe they're doing this. The first thing to do is 
take a moment to reflect on your emotions and you've really got to understand why am I feeling angry or frustrated? Because it can come from a couple of different places and it's important to discern where it is coming from because you can get it and I still get it. Guys, this is not like I'm perfect and I figured it out and I can do everything flawlessly. All of this work and everything I'm speaking about is because I have got triggered by someone else in my industry doing the wrong thing and had to sit with those emotions and try and figure out whether it was jealousy or whether I was genuinely concerned for the effect she would have on clients and the industry in general. So you've got to take a minute to really go, I'm feeling angry and frustrated, but why? Is it a personal trigger? Am I getting triggered because I feel like she's doing the wrong thing, but she's making more money than me? Or I feel like she's doing the wrong thing and she's getting the clients I want. Is it a personal trigger? Is it jealousy popping up? Is it, and, and by the way, you can be jealous and also like be and say, this person is definitely doing the wrong, the wrong thing and I'm not okay with it. But I want you to just like bring honesty into this. So understanding Am I jealous and I'm emotionally having a reaction that I'm looking for a logical response? I'm jealous that she's making more money than me and I'm going to say she's doing the wrong thing because then that makes me feel better inside. Or is she genuinely doing the wrong thing and I'm going to be triggered? I'm getting triggered by this because I have a strong sense of justice that doesn't feel right. I'm concerned about the long term impact of that on her clients and the industry, whatever it's going to be. You've got to first before you do anything deeply understand yourself and do you have valid concerns about the ethical behavior or are you just being triggered by someone else's success feeling jealous and then looking for a logical reason to justify your feelings which is a conversation not a lot of people want to have because I'm asking you to be radically honest with yourself right now and just like almost call yourself out are you jealous of her or that person or whoever it is or do you have an integrity concern? Is there something genuinely going on? And you've got to sit with that. I had to sit with this a couple of years ago. I got super triggered by another coach in my industry. Um, and I was like, she's, she's doing the wrong thing. I don't agree with this strategy. I don't think it's helpful. I think this is really toxic. She's leaving people worse off than they found them. And my husband had to sit with me and go like, but are you just jealous of how she's more successful than you right now? I had to sit with her. It took me a few days to go like, no, I don't think this is that. Would I like to be making the money she is? Yes. Would I like to do it the way she's doing it? Fuck no. The way she was doing it was wrong. It was out of integrity. It was unethical. And it hurt a lot of people along the way to the point now, two years later, where people are coming to me like, yeah, I maybe should have recognized those red flags sooner or you were right. Or yeah, I should have questioned that a little bit more. Um, So you've got to, but it's honesty going, what, where is this feeling coming from? before you do anything, before you make any moves, where is this feeling really coming from? The next step is to maintain your own integrity, right? You've got to be able to focus on your own actions. You're being triggered by someone else. What are they doing that's specifically triggering you? You know, how are they behaving? What is the unethical and misintegrity part of it? And just like, it's almost like a check-in with yourself. Am I living to the standard that I'm wanting to hold this other person to? Ensuring that your business and the way that you move and promote yourself and market and work with your people, that you are aligning with your values, the values that you're preaching. This is the thing. And you've got to maintain your integrity. You have to be the example for others and you've got to contribute to the positive industry culture. So it's this whole thing of like, and I always say to a lot of people in my circle, you don't get to have an opinion unless you're willing to get skin in the game. Like, okay, you're going to stand on the side of our kids' basketball game and basketball match and you're going to yell about how the referees and the umpires are so shit. 
go do the umpiring course, go to the refereeing course and become a referee or an umpire, do better affect positive change so it's this point as well like you can't have this opinion and hold this person to this standard if you're not in the game affecting change and willing to hold yourself to that own standard as well right so it would be totally toxic if I was calling people out online for like hey you're sharing your stripe stripe screenshots you're sharing your income as a marketing plan but it has nothing to do with what you the actual results you get for your clients and I believe that's unethical and then next week I was to turn around and start using my income as a marketing strategy I was going to start you know sharing my screenshots talking about how much money I made this month you know, it would be completely out of integrity. So it's, number one is reflect your reflection. Sorry, re- reflect on your reaction. Number two is check where you are holding the standard of your integrity. Are you behaving with the standard that you are going to hold this other person to? The next part of this, once you've kind of like gone through that and mentally done those little checks with yourself and been like, okay, where am I being triggered? Because I know I'm doing the same thing and it's wrong. And you just be honest with yourself is to seek understanding. And I know that's probably not what you want to hear. You're like, Shona, just give me the list of people that I can call to get this person in trouble so they stop messing it up for everyone. But it's it's deeper than that, right? So seeking understanding. When it's possible, where you can breathe deep enough to think about this with a positive attitude, it's about understanding the possible motivations behind the actions that are upsetting you. So sometimes unethical behavior stems from that person experiencing dramatic pressure in other areas of their life. We all know no one behaves without integrity unless they are feeling financial pressure, unless they have some other type of anxiety, they're feeling unworthy. So they do all these things that don't match with their inner alignment because they're seeking some type of validation or connection or income, you know, so it can be stemming from so many other areas. I'm not saying I condone what they're doing and everyone should just behave unethically because we understand that that's what you need to do to survive. I'm just saying we need to seek a deeper understanding of the motivations that can be quite complex without validating the behavior, but just understanding that it is more complicated than that, just that person's evil and doesn't care and he's getting money off people it always comes from a deeper part of it and to remember that every person is a hero of their own story right various pressures various misunderstandings and while it doesn't justify the behavior it's about understanding the context and understanding the context and humanizing that other person can help you navigate your feelings i think that's what it comes down to because we're not going to like say that behavior is okay and just ignore it but it's understanding that is a human being too um and that different factors can come into play with this and and i always talk about the um the dead dog story and that's that guy he came into my work back when i was working retail i was like 19 um and working in a retail store and he came in to have something fixed and we fixed it for him and there was no problems, but he just had a problem and he just hated everyone in the store and he insulted everyone and called us all useless and fat and lazy and horrible. And it was just a really, really horrible experience and it didn't seem justified or warranted. And we kind of like, he left the store and I went back into the lunchroom and, you know, was upset about it. And I was like, what did I do wrong? And I couldn't understand why someone would behave so horribly. And he came in later that day with a bunch of muffins um, and apologized profusely in tears that he'd accidentally run over his own dog. His like best friend of the last 12 years, 14 years, whatever it was, he ran over his dog this morning and he still had to get on with life, but he was deeply angry at himself. And he projected that onto face 
faceless, you know, nameless women at the store that he needed to go into. Um, and he apologized profusely. And so whenever someone's an asshole, (laughs) I always think maybe their dog died that morning. Maybe their partner broke up with them. Maybe they just found out they got a life changing diagnosis. Maybe they just accidentally like, you know, yeah, backed over their dog. You just never know what someone else is going through. And so I think when you can have that perspective on the world, you can seek to understand people more than just seek to say you are wrong and I am right. Yeah. It's just humanizing, right? The next step in that is that sometimes it's important to actually express your concerns. Yeah. If you feel comfortable and if you know the person, if you don't know the person, but with compassion always, sometimes it's actually important to address the concern directly with the individual involved. Right. And it not comes from a place of like, I am blaming you, but it's, it's almost like this, this place of like, did you know, did you know that there's another option? Did you know that there's a different way to do this? Did you know that, you know, what you're doing can potentially lead to these results? Whatever it is, you've got to be able to, before you go to whatever government body to get this person cancelled, is take a moment to say, hey, are you aware that you might be doing the wrong thing here? And it's coming with that curiosity of like, hey, I'm not sure if you know this, but this is what's going on. And it'd probably be a good idea to do something different or, you know, a good advice. And if they come back to you and they're like, oh my God, I had no idea. I had no idea. Thank you so much for letting me know. I had no clue is very different to, yeah, I know, bitch, fuck off. (laughs) I know, right? And I've seen this this come through with like people copying other people's work. I had a situation in the past where I'd hired someone to write some words for my website, sent her a few of like the Instagram people that I follow being like, these are the people I'm inspired by. And then about six months later, I got a message from one of those women that I was inspired by her team saying, hey, um, are you aware that your entire, like these sales pages on your website are pretty much copied word for word from this person? So I was like, what? Oh my God. No, I had, I genuinely had no idea that the copywriter had taken my, um, inspiration as literally take this word for word. And I'm going to charge you the same amount as writing a copy from scratch. I genuinely had no idea. And I was so grateful that team reached out instead of putting a post up on their Instagram about how you should cancel people. I am so glad they reached out to me and said, Hey, we're not sure if you're aware of this, but, and I had to reply and be like, I have taken down everything immediately. I am so sorry. I had no idea. Um, I will make sure to like personally plagiarize check every, every copy that comes through from now on. And, and now I actually like write a lot of my own sales pages, I think because of that dramatic experience. But if they'd never let me know and just gone ahead with like cancel culture on me, Um, you know, that would have been a really horrible experience from both sides instead of just being a simple misunderstanding. So sometimes you do have to communicate and say like, Hey, I'm not sure if you know this, but that's actually really not a good idea to do it that way. And coming from that place of curiosity of like, maybe no one's told you this before, but we actually shouldn't do that. Maybe no one's told you this before, but you know, including that in your recipe is going to make people really sick, whatever it's going to be. Sometimes you can express your concern and it's, it's, choosing to be non-confrontational about it, choosing not to position yourself as like, I'm right, you're wrong. Coming from a place of compassion and curiosity is, is the way to navigate some of these situations privately. And I think that that's really important about sharing your perspective and sometimes you can encourage that really open dialogue um, about ethical business practices. Some of the best conversations I've ended up having about ethical business practices are from the women who I've like said, Hey, like, I'm not sure if you know this, but there's a better way to do that. Or, um, 
you know, it, it's really counterintuitive when you approach people privately through the DMs for that you barely know them. Are you aware there's a better way to do this? And then now we're great friends. So it's one of those weird things where if you can you do that step first um, before getting super triggered and mad about it, it can often save everyone, everyone a lot of pain. Okay, so express your concerns is one thing you can do. The next part I feel like is an important long-term strategy. So this is something that should just be like consistently on your radar and that is collaborating with like-minded individuals, yeah? You've got to surround yourself with professionals and this doesn't have to be industry specific, but women in business, I think for me is the big one who align with your values, share your values and you want to collaborate with like-minded individuals who prioritize integrity. I am so blessed now that not only my client base, it's all, we all come from a place of integrity being one of our highest values, honesty and transparency being one of our highest values, but in my friendships group as well, um, you know, there's four or five of us, we're incredibly close and everything that is important to us, we bonded over trauma of people moving without integrity. It is the most important part of all of this and we don't hesitate to call each other out Um, on integrity slip-ups or things that we might be doing marketing our businesses or decisions we might be making that aren't in alignment with our true values and it just it it gives you so much more groundedness I don't even know if that's a fucking word but when you can just like soak yourself and keep your energy around people who value integrity yeah Um, and what that does is just creates a really supportive community around you but then also empowers you to create that supportive community in your industry right? There is no point collaborating with another. So if I get, I get inboxes to collaborate with coaches and influencers and and, and other businesses all day long. And I turn down 90% of them because what's really important to me is who I'm aligning myself with in business, who I'm allowing into my space, who I'm allowing to promote my name on their show, their series, whatever it is. Um, you know, I've turned down three to date. I've turned down three TV like gigs, like appearances on TV shows. Three, I have turned down because I'm like, your values and what you want to highlight on this show and what's important to me are not aligned. It doesn't matter how much exposure or marketing I would get from this. There is not consistency and integrity here. Three, three television shows I have turned down. So you have to collaborate with like-minded individuals. And there's a big thing that I teach, um, which if you're interested in, is in the archive membership, which you can get at any time and join. There's a big module in there on public relations and personal branding and how to navigate collaborations, making sure that you are aligned with in terms of your values, making sure that you negotiate like the collaboration um, with the correct tools to be able to do that. So yeah, I think it's really, really important to educate people that you don't just have to say yes to everyone. You don't have to say yes to them because they got a million followers. You really have to stick to your guns, to your integrity, to your values, to your authenticity. And that that is what actually creates long-term business success rather than temporary financial success. Yeah. Cause those are two different things. So collaborating with like-minded individuals, education, this is another thing, which is I use a lot with my private coaching clients. They'll message me like, oh my God, it's pissed me off so much. This other salon is doing this or this other brand is doing this or this other coach is doing this. And it's just, it pisses me off that they're doing the wrong thing. And I'm like, great. So now let's educate people on what it looks like to do the right thing. And it's this instant gear shift. So first we go through like, okay, so where is that coming from? Or is it jealousy, the right thing? Maintaining integrity, seek understanding of that other person, express concerns if that's a valid option, collaborate. But then it comes down to educate. 
how can you use your platform, use your brand and your business to educate others about ethical business practices? How can you share your experiences and your insights and what's important to you and what you value in your brand while maintaining integrity? How can you share that publicly to give people a different opinion? So if they're looking at all these coaches online who are sharing their income and, you know, their Stripe screenshots and their payment notifications as a marketing strategy, and you don't believe that's ethically okay, what are you going to share instead? You might be sharing testimonials, case studies, celebrations of your clients, what it looks like to actually run your business behind the scenes. And you never share about money, but you can still be educating people that there is another option. There is a way to move that integrity. And as I'm saying this and you're going, that's what Shona does then like, yes, this is exactly what I do. There is a way to educate people on how you can grow a business with moving with integrity. Um, But it's the same for other industries as well. Like if you're a hairdressing salon and it really pisses you off that other salons are using a cheaper product or like, let's say a cheaper hair extension or something that can really damage people's hair, but then it gets them more repeat work because they have to come in more recently. If that's really frustrating for you, rather than putting up a hate post about that particular salon, put up education posts about why your extensions are better quality, about why you use better quality products so that your clients can go longer between appointments, why you encourage a natural root fade in all your clients so that they don't have to have dye done as regularly, that they can maintain grow their hair longer between appointments so you can see how the education part of this can be really really important not only at setting you outside of your industry outside of it but at a different standard within it it also shows other people what is possible so it and it, i think the big part here is it also it contributes to a culture where there's more accountability within your industry like if everyone's just doing the wrong thing in the industry cough cough multi-level marketing industry and no one can stand up and say hey this is the way that i do it and it works well without selling my soul they don't have anything to compare to there's no level of accountability there's no level of responsibility so at some point you've got to stand up and be the voice so that you can contribute to that culture of accountability within the industry and education on a broader scale, on a broader level, right? And then it comes down to when you're doing all that type of stuff, if there comes to a point when you've clearly communicated to this person, hey, you're doing the wrong thing, or you know of others who have done that and they don't give a fuck. They don't, they don't care. They, they're aware that they're doing the wrong thing and they're like, mm, but I'm getting paid, bitch, so I don't care, right? This is when you have to report on ethical behavior, right? There should normally be some type of industry body that you're involved with. Um, you know, for example, I had that experience recently with a client, so it's an NDIS. So we had to report to the NDIS of another, what do you call it, service provider committing fraud within the NDIS system. And it's a really sucky, shitty thing to do. And it feels not great, but at the same point, you, you've got to shift the perspective. I'm not doing this because I'm a jealous bitch and I don't want that woman to succeed in business. I'm doing this because it's like genuinely illegally wrong and is causing more harm to her potential clients and more harm to the industry overall, right? So if the unethical behavior is violating laws, if it's violating regulations, if it's going against like certain industry standards, you do have to report it to the correct authorities. And you've got to make sure that you do follow proper procedures to address this misconduct. So for example, going through the industry body reporting systems, you know, looking at things from a private perspective first before going down to just like 
posting it on your Instagram being like, this is a brand that's doing all the wrong things. I feel like that should always be the very, very last resort. Defamation lawsuits are absolutely very serious, but it comes down to like, you don't, you don't take that move unless everything else has been taken care of. And if, in my opinion, I wouldn't take that move whatsoever, unless it came down to genuinely, this person is affecting the mental health and well-being of children, animals, pets, people, whatever it is. And we need like a broader community view on this to enact some change. Whereas if it wasn't that dire, if it was just like, I don't like the particular way this person's doing things and it doesn't feel right in my soul, I would probably definitely avoid any type of public, um, direct reporting. Yeah. Definitely go through that private as private as much as possible before to be sure to follow procedures when addressing misconduct within your industry. And then it comes back to, okay, you've done everything you can possibly do. You've done everything. You've ticked all the boxes. You've tried every possible way that you can to have this person not cause any more harm to your industry or to others. And at that point, you've got to take a deep breath and focus on your growth. You've got to shift back into gears and be like, okay, how do I be the loudest voice doing the right thing so that people now shift their their perspective and view on what is the standard? So you've got to focus on your growth. You've got to shift your focus from those external frustrations, from like being resentful and angry of wanting to control what that other person does. And you've got to focus on your personal and professional growth and concentrate on improving your skills, concentrate on expanding your knowledge, focus on developing your business and use all those challenges that come up and all those triggers that you've, you've had to become opportunities for self-improvement to really be like, well, I've done everything I can possibly can to stop this person from doing the wrong thing. I'm now going to focus on doing the right thing so much that that becomes the new standard. I'm going to be the loudest voice doing the right thing um, and just shine really brightly and be the really great example and move through it that way. And when you're doing that, it's it's practicing self-care as well because though that frustration and that anger can be incredibly emotionally draining, incredibly emotionally draining. My dad is an amazing human. He should have been a lawyer. He was in the fire service instead. In fact, he could go right back right now and be a lawyer. He's incredible at that. And he's, you know, taken, taken people to court before himself, represented himself. But when he finds someone doing the wrong thing, I kiss goodbye to 12 months of his life because every conversation will be he's like hyper fixated on this person doing the wrong thing it becomes all consuming from him like can't sleep needs to deal with it needs to get to the bottom of it needs to stop this person from doing what they're doing which is great which is amazing right what we need people like that in the world but I see it being detrimental to his self-care I see it affect his well-being. And so when you're moving through these types of feelings and dealing with seeing this in the world, it comes back to like, you've got to take care of your well-being. You've got to practice self-care. I know as eye-rolling as that phrase feels these days, but it is about going, okay, where do I need to protect my energy? Where do I need to meditate? Where do I need to just do something that makes me feel good for the sake of it, that you can't fight this battle every single moment of every single day. And it is important to actually like choose your battles. It's important that there are certain situations in the world where people stand up and address unethical behavior, that certain situations need someone to stand up and be the one that says this stops now. But you've got to choose your battle wisely because not every situation requires your 
direct involvement. So sometimes you've got to focus on the issues that really align with your values and have significant impact. And remember that you can't fight every single battle. You can put your voice to stuff. You can put your name to stuff. You can record your testimony. You can send through the concerns that you have to someone else, but you don't have to be the one at the front with the banner fighting against something every single time, because you do have to protect your mental health, um, your mindset, your energy, and remember, I guess in, in closing to remember that you cannot control actions of others, but you can control your reactions and you can contribute positively to this industry in a way that completely transforms the standard moving forward. Um, I think that's the most important thing to remember that yeah, when it, at some point I share this analogy in the integrate masterclass, so I'll put the details in the show notes for that. If you want to go and do the big two hour training on this is really the fact like lighthouses are not running around over the whole Island, jumping up and down, being like, look at me, look at me. I'm doing the right thing. I'm a good lighthouse. Like boats don't come over here. Look at me, look at me trying to get everyone to pay attention. They're just, they're, they're shining. The lighthouse isn't worried about what the lighthouse, you know, 30 kilometers down the coast is doing. They're not worried about the lighthouse on the opposite side of the country. They're not worried about whose light is brighter or who gets the most amount of boats seen, whatever it is. They're just doing their job and they're shining the brightest and trusting that the right people find them. And that's kind of it. So when it comes down to this, sometimes you've just got to choose to shine brighter, choose to shine more consistently, choose to shine with more integrity and know that the rest of it will sort itself out. It always does. But there we go. That is our first episode back for 2023, talking all about integrity. Um, As always, hit me up on Instagram. I think that's where I want to say these days is the best place to share If you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, if you have any further questions, if you want any more information, or if you just have a story that you want to share and you want to continue this chat around integrity, um, as always, please like and share screenshot and let everyone know about this podcast. It is something that we put out for free. I get no kickback, no advertising money for this. So the more engagement that we get um, allows me to continue to keep recording these for free for everyone. And I hope you have an amazing day and I will see you on the next episode. Bye.